Welcome to the Sex Actually Podcast. I am your host, Dave Neal, with Channing Apodoka. Apodaca. Apodaca. <laughs> I knew I was going to fuck it up. All right, this is our second take at doing the intro. We tried to podcast from a condo. Uh, what would you call that? A courtyard? Yeah, it was a courtyard. We just went into... It was so hot that we went into a random courtyard. Courtyard makes it sound a Not, little nicer. It yeah. Like, it was like a shanty version. It was like a shanty, and we brought some Bud Lights in. And then it got a little weird because, like, an old guy started going by with those, like, four. Well, first off, the skinniest fucking adult I'd ever seen walked out. Yeah. He looked like Robert Cure if he had, or Robert Cure, Robert Smith from The Cure if he had acne, but, like, 109 pounds. Like a, like a failed rocker, yeah. like a guy. He's definitely still trying. I've never had to stop a podcast, but I just didn't feel. So now we're in the back of the Jeep. In an alleyway. We parked the car. We're having some beers. The car is parked so legally. I think we're good. Yeah. And I think. Uh, so yeah, we're in the valley. It's hot today. It's 89 or hot. It's got to be hotter and it's like 5 p.m. I think it's. Shit. It's definitely in the 90s. Let's see what I I have neck sweat. Now that my hair is long, I have like mullet under sweat. So what's up? You're on Tinder? You just got a Tinder message? I got a Tinder message a minute ago. Um, How's I it am going? on Tinder. It's sad. Killing? I killed once. You murdered someone? Crushed. That pussy? Crushed that pussy? I beat that pussy up. Like an earthquake, you just crushed it on some concrete, some I rubble? I beat that pussy up four times. Which you counted the number of times? Yeah. It probably doesn't sound that impressive, but it, it took place on only two nights. So you had two you had two double headers. Yeah. That's a 200% success rate. Every day of the week <laughs> for those two days. Yeah. What's your, what's your deal? Let me see your um, Tinder profile photos. My prof? Let's see what you got. What are you working with? It's too bad like a girl to who's listening to this can't just like f- target you on Tinder, you know? I know. I actually I just started uh, this thing called Bumble, which is like Tinder. I just found this out. It's dude, it's the best idea. Dude, it's have, like Tinder, but the girl has to message you I've first. I've heard of that. It's called Bumble? Yeah. That's such a f- Okay, so your first photo is a medium length. You have uh you have um a nice bow tie on. Yeah. You look pretty good. Second photo killing it daily. It says, <laughs> "All right. You got it going on." That's like that's a. Um, then you have a photo of an Asian man in a furry costume. That's me in a kangaroo costume. Is that you? You're in the costume. Yeah. It and then that's you with it. Who's a chick? Um, a promoter for uh, my very first stand-up show. Actually. Let me tell you. Let me say something here. Can I can I comment on her looks? Now, what if uh, someone are they thinks? Nice? What if someone thinks this is, was your girlfriend? Like putting a photo with another girl. What's I the know, play? I, I thought about that, but she's. I don't want to be mean because she's a very good friend of mine, but she's a little bit older. Oh, yeah. She looks like she'd be your sister, so it's fine. Yeah. And then the other one's a group photo of you, like, looking like you're snowboarding or something. Exactly. All right, so you got the sports, you got the friend, you got the mascot, you got the meme, and you got the And you know um, what? They always ask me about, because it it says in my, if you read my little... Hockey and comedy, my first loves, Anaheim Ducks, the Groundlings, UCB, I tweet often. I'm the one in the kangaroo. I don't like dumb people. See, I'm the one in the kangaroo suit, and then they ask me... What are you doing in that kangaroo suit? And then I tell them, and this is true, that that was volunteer work for the Special Olympics. Jeez. No wonder you're crushing that puss. You're yeah. <laughs> volunteering <laughs> for the Special Olympics. And honestly, it was very rewarding. Well, I'm glad I'm glad for you. Uh, we met at um, the Bud Light event we did, and you were on the podcast, which was a huge shitstorm, maybe five episodes ago or so. Yeah. The one we did with like eight people on it, which I heard came out better than we thought. Like, I listened to it. I listened to it a couple times. Was it insufferable? Or was it? I don't know what it was like from other people's perspective. I listened because I was like remembering all the conversation that happened and then judging my own. Well, those damn improvisers, no offense, started having like side. Con- I hate it when people have side conversations yeah. on the fucking podcast. Well, we I'm all like, didn't I can have hear microphones. It. That was the that was the thing. So yeah, but like, everyone couldn't. Yeah, everyone couldn't hear what I could hear, and it, it was it was turning out okay. Yeah. Anyway, so we met in Catalina. We did the whole thing, and you started to tell like this epic dating story but you weren't at the end of it yet so now it's been maybe a month later yeah so i want to hear how it went so it's st- so ah. basically what started out as a as a one-nighter and did it you know it started out as like a it what do you what do you call that when you meet a chick and it's not a one-night stand but you you hook up the first night it wasn't that we hooked up the first night and let me i'm gonna apologize first to you and everybody listening because i'm not gonna be as like emotionally attached as i was when we first were talking no about that's it, perfect you know? Because, like, it was all going on, and when we were first talking about it, you were basically telling me 
what like my inner dialogue was, what my inner thoughts was. I right were. or wrong? I you feel were absolutely right, and you were bringing it out of me. So it was this really great conversation that was unrecorded. But uh, <laughs> now it's you know it's like a month and a half, two months later. You think you made the wrong I, choice? No, I made the absolute right choice. Wait, so take us so start us off at the beginning. You're at some bar. Where are you at? No, we I I spotted her at a theater. I would call it my home theater. I'm going to try and not drop names. All right, so you're in a theater where you do you do improv comedy. Yeah. So you're in Los Angeles. Everyone who goes to these theaters, like they like idolize the. Basically, if you're a guy and you perform on stage, you got the chuckle fuckers, right? You got chicks that are all excited. I say that. It's just like if a girl goes to a rock show. You know, there's like certain like girl like or basketball oh, oh, yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. They're I mean, into a certain type of guy. Like if they go to a comedy show, they're attracted to humor. Yeah, but I was I wasn't on the stage at this night. Oh, no? I've okay. never actually been on this stage. I've been on the side stage. Anybody who knows me can probably guess what I'm talking about and who I'm talking about. I don't even know what stage you're at, but so this person worked there and I saw her and I thought she was very cute and I asked a friend of mine who also worked there who I used to kind of have a thing with like who's this new girl? She's super cute. What's the deal? And then she, like, hooked us up. Can you hear that bird? I can hear it. I don't know if the audience can. We have crows flying overhead. I don't know if that's an omen for the story. <laughs> yeah, that, that can't be good. It's about, this guy's about to go black. So, basically, this girl just, like, kind of, you know, gives gives her my information. She gets a hold of me, and then we started chatting. And we met up for drinks one night. And you did the text game first? We actually did the Snapchat thing, which was is so weird. Did it get sexual before you actually met, or was it just, like, stupid? It had, like, sexual undertones, I, I want to say. Because That's cool, though. You started, like, something out with a snap. Yeah, I guess. So 2015. Yeah, it's, it's so weird because, like, I've, I've, I've done that, and then I'm like, that's what makes things so goddamn worthless. What do you mean? Th- like, worthless because you got... It's so impersonal. Oh, because you started with snaps? Yeah. Like, you knew what her bedroom looked like before you ever got in there type of deal? Yeah. Isn't that weird how, like, when you meet someone, you feel, like, the urge to send them photos and... I don't know. It's like like you want to steam through. The accessibility that we have to just get, like, overly personal on, like, a fake level because there's, like, this thing when you're dating where you're trying to be and show that you're this certain type of person and they're trying to do the same thing and then you can you have so much more access to that with like all this technology you know? yeah. so like talking over Snapchat you can like send pictures of yourself with this giant big old smiley on your face at a bar with all your friends and like send it to them stupid peace sign in your hand and they think that you're this like great fun loving person when really you're probably not you're just giving them the best version of you exactly. like they don't get to see you crying watching they don't get to see you pissed the off the season finale of the best know, right two days into Team not Sean. showering which is Standard. So so you so you Snapchatted. How long did you communicate before? Like, what was the? Pr- how did you get from Snapchat to going on a date or whatever you did? Um, you're young. You're mid twenties. Yeah, twenty six. We just. It was just like, oh well, you know, let's not talk on Snapchat anymore. Exchange numbers, and then it was like, let's meet up at the theater. There's a bar across the theater that everybody. Uses. So you had each other's Snapchats before phone numbers. Exactly. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and then. We went out to a bar. So you had a harmless rendezvous, not like a dinner, but just like a communal drinks. Yeah, we. Uh, fuck, what was it? I'm thinking. Of, I might be thinking of the second time that we hung out. The first time, we. Were you wondering if she'd be as good looking as you thought the first time you met? You ever wondered that when you get you start to get into someone, you're like, oh shit, they better not have some weird thing I didn't notice. Like a mole or something. Like a mole or just like a weird laugh or. She like did have she a weird laugh. It was like a cackle, like a witch cackle. Like, a ah! Ah! It, was like <laughs> it would come back around like You just echo. sounded like that raven, though. <laughs> okay, so she it. had a weird laugh. Okay. And so you meet, okay, so you meet, and then what? Um, so we meet, I actually go to a show at the theater. Um, and after the show, I'm like, hey, so do you want to hang out and go get a drink? And then, like, people from the show who were working there and me and some other people who I was with, we all go. So like I had some friends with me the first time we met Mm -hmm. and then everybody left and then her and I were the only two left. So we were like, you want to go get one more drink? So we walked down the street and go get the old nightcap. Yeah. We go get another drink and then we hung out and it was nice. Just chatting. Very like just getting to know you. And then after that, uh, few nights later, you didn't, you didn't hook up the first night. No, I thought you did. No, it was, 
couple nights later. Kiss? No, we didn't kiss that night. Just high five. Got Just a hug and we should do this again. Which is a nice pace, I think. Unless you're, like, looking to just fuck, which at no, this no, point... No, yeah, if you think there's any potential with someone, you shouldn't try to fuck the first night. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm But really it's hard to stop too. a guy from doing that. And I know women, a lot of women, progressive women, are always like, Daddy, do what I want, it's my body. It's like, yeah, but play the odds. You're not going to be treated seriously. So yeah, that's... If, I, if I, mean, I sound sexist, then I sound sexist. If you're probably not going to be treated seriously if you fuck on the first date. That's the truth, and pretty much... You can get, like out, you can get out of it for those women listening. That's a whole other thing. But, like, you know, it's first impression. That's pretty much exactly what I ran into, because, like, the second night that we go out, she, we, you know, we drink, we are at the same bar that we first went to, and then we're saying goodbye, and we do like the first kiss or whatever and like I'm kind of cheesy romantic I guess because I, I find the first kiss to be like something good uh-huh. something special if you're actually looking to date this person at least which was what I was looking for yeah you know what I mean it's something to remember something to hold on to I guess it's gay but whatever <laughs> and first kiss with a girl so gay it's the gayest part of the relationship it is the gayest <laughs> um, and she starts fucking moaning yeah <laughs> From, like, a little, like, like here I am trying to be, like, nice guy, Mr. Mr. Right, and a nice... You can't moan him. until and you're dry humping. Yeah, you can't. and she starts, like... Uh, <laughs> and you're like, what uh, the fuck? Yeah, and there you I am. You know you're like, I'm just not that good of a kisser. Like, yeah, it's, it's, I, I think I open my eyes, too, like, what the fuck is going on? And then possessed. two dudes walk out. We're pretty much in an alley, not too dissimilar from where we're at right now. And two dudes walk out and start laughing. Jeez. Yeah, it was it was really weird. And then from there on, I was just like that. Just put a bad taste in my mouth. Not that. Uh, she had bad breath. No, not, <laughs> not physically, metaphorically, but. But you still. But you, you didn't leave that night. You no. hung out. No, that was that was it. We, I went home that night, okay. and then, uh, we hung out like the next couple nights. And notice how excited I am to get to the good stuff here. <laughs> like, yeah. you you didn't hang out after no. <laughs> we hung out a couple nights later, and I was just like, I was still kind of feeling it out. I just there was wait after after the kiss. Yeah, did you said goodbye? Did you text after that? After you left? Yeah, I feel like you can't ki- you can't kiss, say goodnight, and then not and say then just anything. Not talk about it's it. a Maybe weird we thing did. our generation has where you have to like say all right good night and then you know in like and then 20 minutes you're gonna text and be like i had a good time have a yeah, good just night. wanted to let you know i had a really good time i hope you have sweet us. dreams blah, 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 want to make blah. sure you got home okay as if the last ten thousand years people didn't get home okay yeah afterwards. and all you're really doing is checking to see if they're still into you after that bullshit kiss yeah that you just maybe gave. maybe slide into dick pic maybe not i don't know that's just me yeah, i mean if she's moaning during the kiss you could probably <laughs> get away with the dick pic she just she just sends her moaning back to you <laughs> okay so a vocal message so a few days later a few days goes by is she trying to hang out again yeah she keeps hitting up and it's really naggy and it's like just if you don't want to hang out just let me know and it's just like dude oh, she I, said I was that still to you? yeah i was still working two jobs at the time still trying to perform still trying to write all that you know like i still do um but so like she's got a, like a weird a codependency dude. already. Dude. Like, yeah, and, and like, she's younger, right? Yeah, she's four years younger than me. So she's twenty-two. Yeah, that's a sweet spot for girls. That's like their their bodies are adulthood. Their minds aren't. You know, they're like ooh, that's a tough year. They're like that transition out of college. Yeah, it's like not that right out of college. She's in a new city. She's trying to be a performer. She's off her fucking rocker. So. We so. go hang out at this other bar, closer to my hood. And then we leave. Uh, all right. Because at this point, I'm just like, look, you want to, like, I don't know why, but it was just like the clingy neediness of it all was like really. Guys like that at first. Off-ish. You didn't like it at first? No, because it was so naggy. It was in a way, it wasn't like, I want to hang out with you. It was just like, are we going to do this? Like, are we going to fucking hang so out? So there was like a weird, like, she's been fucked over before or something like that where she's, you know. It was just She, she doesn't weird want the run around. I just didn't trust her as a person. Not like she was going to do anything wrong, but just like in, like I didn't trust her gener- like how genuine she was. I love how we know exactly where the story's going. You weren't this negative when we first talked. No. You were a little hopeless. Well, but you were like also weren't you. completely out of No, I was still in this. Isn't it isn't interesting when you're out of a relationship, you can like actually take honest inventory. 
Like with exes that I've had, I've always been like giving them the benefit of the doubt. Like, yeah, but they were good. And now I'm like, now that girl was a piece of shit. Like yeah. she was really fucked up. Not to say I wasn't, but you know. Yeah, you can look back on it's it. It's hard when like, you're in that mess. Because you're, you're sitting there and you're hopeful because you still have feelings for this person. You still have an attachment to them. And you're also comfortable in what you're doing. So you don't want to let it go. But looking back, once you've now grown into your new life without them, you can look back and be like, that person was a fucking shithouse. So you're on your third date. This is guaranteed sex, mid-20s. It is guaranteed. Yeah. Are you, do you feel that way going in? But it wasn't even like a full date. It was like just a hangout. And I was just so like, it, dating is all about the hours. It's the hours you put in. That's what's yeah. the investment. It doesn't matter if you're what you're doing. As far as I'm concerned, like sure you want to like treat them nice and and everything, but yeah. uh, it's it really is about the emotional investment. So is this your third or fourth time together? This is our third time hanging out, and she just like we hung out. We played board games at this bar, and then we're going home, and she starts doing the moaning thing again, and she's just like, I just want to go home with you so bad. And I was just like, let's she just, just... Oh, she just showed you her hand. Yeah, and I, it just, like, there was no fucking... I guess what it was was there was no chase. You know what I mean? It yeah. was just right there, like a plate for me. Like, if a fucking lion was walking through the jungle and a deer just... A sick, battered deer just laid down in front of him and was just like... Yeah, he's like, let me go chase the worst. other buck. I want to yeah. chase the one that I don't know if I can catch. Like, I need to stretch my legs and roar, you know? That's that's something that that it truthfully exists, this mm-hmm. chase. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have to be good enough at it to know to you want you'd like the girl's got to be close enough to you to make you chase but not far enough away that you don't think you have a shot yeah and, and it seems a, like she was just so close to you like she just didn't give a fuck yeah there was just this thing about it to me this is how i feel like any dude could have came up and been like wow this girl's super cute let me get her number to her friend she could have gone out with that dude on any given day any number of times one two three doesn't matter and she would have fucked that dude instantaneously you know, and she kept telling me that on this last date that we went on. Or not the last date that we went on, but this one that we're talking about where we play board games and stuff. There's a dog barking at us. Cute dog. And she kept being like, if we go home right now, I would fuck you right now. I would have sex with you right now. <laughs> and I was just like... You're like, baby, let me just try to throw the dart. It was just, for me, it was just like, yeah, I know. And that just took all the excitement out of it. So she felt like she had to spell it out for you, but what yeah. she didn't realize is like she needed to just play it cool. Yeah, to me it just felt like I could have been any other dude, which to me that's just like gross. I'm not into sluts. Like to put it, <laughs> to put it. No, but like, the crazy thing is, is that s- there are women listening who who say she's not a slut. She just it's a double standard. Why can guys say it but girls can't? And I think well, the, the I feeling feel like you're, it's not you're not repressing how you want a girl who wants to fuck. It's just a matter of the dynamic. Yeah. Like getting that I, dynamic right where you where. You feel you both feel like you're trying, like you both feel like you're achieving something by being together. Yeah, I, I guess it does need to be like a little bit of a trophy, and not to say that I, she's going to be a trophy to stack on my shelf. That sounds fucking awful. No, but a trophy that you're proud as, like, as, that as you a relationship. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we've together have gotten to this point where we trust each other. We feel like emotionally fond and attracted to each other enough to do this and then it's like something special and then you just fucking go at it like two lions but it also like yeah if 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 it's too easy for you i think part of it is like you can also wonder if it's going to be easy for some other guy like she's just going to moan when the you know the mailman walks yeah, by like it, that i could have been anybody and that was just like what am i doing here then like what i know with girls i've dated in the past like girls that have made me work for it like my current girlfriend uh, makes me work for it. I know, like, she's like immune to any dude's bullshit, any guy hitting on her. But I've dated girls in the past that like needed that validation on all levels, and like needed, you know, like I've been in a relationship with girls where like they need to get the validation even from my friends. Like, they're so, like they got to be flirty and they got to. I don't know. It's, it's. I feel like you. We all probably go through this part of our life, like she, like in college. She probably could get away with acting that way. Yeah. But now she can't, so... And the thing is... So I you take her back. No, that night I didn't. I was like, look, let's chill. Let's not jump into this. Because also I could just tell how fucking clingy she was. And it was like, if I do this right now, she's never going away. Hearing and it's, this not like, it's not like I wanted her to go away. Obviously I was looking to get into a relationship. Or looking to see if that would work. You know what I mean? The, the 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 thing the thing though that I, f- I feel is that you you want a girl 
to tell you no you want a girl to make you wait but if you're the one who's making her wait you might as well just fuck her because it, what's the difference psychologically like you know you know you could have fucked her dates ago yeah i don't know i i just wouldn't have enjoyed Do we it. sound we sound horrible by the way but i we think must. I, th- I must sound sh- I think, so bad i think we sound horrible but i think it's hopefully honest enough that it makes sense to any woman listening it's like you're a good looking guy thank you 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 shouldn't you know feel like you're begging like you shouldn't feel desperate with girls but you shouldn't also expect like you shouldn't expect a girl to just be always like you, sh- you shouldn't feel like you can walk into a bar and not have to work for it you know what I mean? Like, because that's a whole other thing. You, you know, you, you become rich and famous and just get bottle service and have girls brought to you. You think DiCaprio yeah. feels any sort of like accomplishments that's, that's by that? That's exactly the thing. I would, like, I would never want that. Like, I could, I honestly feel I could never have sex with a prostitute because knowing that she, like, she's not into it and in, not into me. That she's only doing it for money. Like, that just does not do it. Like for me. the high I, you I get, need some is, kind of a connection. You crash with right after. Yeah. If you didn't work for it. Now, so and it's so, not about working for it. It's about like actually caring for this person. Because I've actually like had you know, I sex with people who like I did kind of work with it, work for. I guess you would say it sounds so weird. I feel like I'm such a piece of shit saying work for it. But <laughs> if I just like genuinely don't care about them on that level, it's just not appealing no, to me. I've I've been with girls that maybe I'm gay. You could be. Could be gay. You never know. I've been with <laughs> girls that I did not look forward to hanging out with them, and it took like drinks and get, and getting like I've been with girls that were, were like attractive that I just wasn't into, and it, like they did nothing for me. Yeah. And and I'm sure girls have been with me where like maybe they thought I was like just, what they needed, and they weren't into me at all. Just to ride the pine. I don't know, but like it, and you know, and sometimes you don't know until. You know, you go, you go for it. So, are you on beer too? Okay, hold on. I guess for me, it's not it's not like a generality where I can't, where I don't want to do it unless I like like emotionally attach to them. It's I think it's just like the first, the first time, almost like that first kiss. You know what I mean? It needs to be a little bit special because it's a first time. Well, that you're doing it. With well, this I'll person. say this: now that I'm thirty, good. Oh boy, didn't that hurt? Just saying that. Give me a beer. Now that I'm 30, drinking out of the back of my Jeep. Hold on. I want to get the beer noise in my... I don't hold think on. you're going to get it from these. I didn't really get it, did I? No, because we're no. drinking these I thought I'd get a little aluminum. can. We're drinking aluminum, boys. Um, uh, it's hard to say. Like, it's hard. Ooh, it's hard. Mustang. It's hard for a... Um, like, to be in a relationship and admit this, it's hard. But that fucking car almost hit my window. The, a salmon-colored Mustang just rolled by. Um, anyway, I there is something about the one-night stand that I'm not going to lie and say, oh, I'm, I'm above that. There's something to be missed about, like, when I lived in New York and you could run around. I didn't have many one-night stands, but, like, the idea of it yeah. or, like, the idea that, like, I knew a girl I could call late at night and she didn't want anything out of me and we were both on the same plane and we didn't like each other and, you know... I now I'm in something that's got so much more depth to it. Like I have to care about someone that I, I care a lot about, but I have to, I have like I can't just pull the cord on it and not return those texts. <laughs> we live together. Like I'm, I'm not. I don't regret. I don't regret where I am, but it's a different life than what I had. So there's almost like a fondness when I look back at like being single and footloose. Like there's not. There's nothing. <laughs> I'm so old. There's nothing wrong with that, is what I'm saying. Like, did you have a time? I mean, you're still young. Like, when I was your age, I was running around just fucking no no care in the world. Like, was there a time when you were just, like, bouncing around multiple relationships? Yeah, I mean, I think everybody's had that. But, like, I've never been an overly promiscuous person. Like, to, I guess to sum it up, like, my thing is I've never been someone who's just out there trolling to get laid and i know you're not trying to sound self-righteous like there's the white knight type that would talk like you i i truly believe you but so i guess you can look at a girl i can look at a girl and know if 
there if I, if it's worth treating her like knowing oh this is a chick I can bring home to mom this is a chick I can talk like I need to respect on a different level then like you meet some girl like I, I, I when I lived in Harlem I lived next to this bar this Columbia University there this is bar mm-hmm. and there's just these girls that are, I've talked about these girls before but like these two different chicks had like just the fucking asses hanging out in these dresses they're barely probably eighteen right and they're both wearing like ugliest cheetah print outfits. And I remember I was with my roommate. I'm drinking like two dollar margaritas. It was like it was like the last place we went to for the night. And I remember looking at these two girls and you go, "Who wore it best? Girl number one wore it." And I just like explained her full outfit. And there's like girl number two wore it this way. And I just treated them both kind of like shitty, but in a funny way. And then they all, they looked at their friends, and then looked back at me. And then they just like opened up and let me talk to them. And it was like that moment where they could have thrown all all of them at once could have thrown their drinks at me, and they were just like. All right, we're cool with it. Like they were like <laughs> they didn't know how to deal with it right away, and I was like, "That's but like." Well, it's probably because you called them out on their bullshit lifestyle, and they kind of looked at each other like, "Well, he was honest at least." Yeah. <laughs> but like, the, like, the, like you can treat in, like, and that, when you meet someone at a bar or something, that's when it becomes hard to respect because you're kind of both at a, not not in your case, you guys met at like a comedy club but like when you meet at a bar especially late at night you know those dudes are just trying to get laid yeah like you know what what people want so it's hard to like pull out of that and like turn it into something more special yeah i guess i don't know that's maybe what it was so you probably I wanted to and you wanted to this relationship to be more you know maybe deeper I just, than it was I, I think at the time i just wasn't looking for just sex you know i had been looking for not even looking, but just not looking for just sex. You know what I mean? And I felt like that's all she wanted at the time or that I could have just been anybody who came around. And I just didn't trust her, her so, genuosity. That's not a word. Genu- her generosity? I said genuosity. Gen- her genuosity. I like I it, though. Know. Genuosity. Maybe we'll call that episode one. genuosity. So with all that said, you fucked. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah and that's so, the hold funny on. part we had a 27 minute intro and then you fucked why did this take so long no 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 that's fine because you're, you're trying to explain what you wanted it to become but eventually like you're a guy um, and she's yeah. been throwing herself at you and I shouldn't say that like the whole time I'm like putting her off or anything I mean this is all like this is all within like a week or so span that all this happens and I'm not like you know throwing her shade and like pushing her away from me I'm, like, being very cordial and just trying to get to know this girl because I can tell that she's the type of person who moves very fast. I knew going into this that she was a very insecure person who would jump to this level with anybody. And I wanted to be like, look. And I think I told her this. And she told me, like, there was a point in my life where, like, I slept with a lot of people. Did she tell you her number? No. Probably a lot higher than mine, though. You think so? For sure. Like, and another thing was, like, (laughs) I knew that she had been with other dudes at this theater that I'm a part of. Uh, okay. So that was like a big factor. And so I had to get like, I just had to comfort, be comfortable. And then I wanted to let her know that like, look, I'm not just some guy who's here to get to that point and then leave. Like I'm a genuine guy. And that was something so new to her. And that in the end made her very attached to me. Um, but yeah, anyways, we so you took her back to your place. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. This was after we went to a, was it a nineties party? But geez, it's like the fifth date. No, this was maybe four. So you're dressed as what? I, uh, new I kids on the block. What are you? Zach Morris. Like, as like, um, the nineties version of like a beatnik, I guess you would say I was wearing a skull bandana. You at least hair. were born in the eighties. I was born she's, in 88. She's in the nineties. Yeah. Jeez. So I was. What's the youngest girl you've hooked up with? Her. Really? Like in age comparison? I've hooked up with younger than her. Really? Yeah, 94. 1994. No 95s, because I'm not a fucking creep. <laughs> Just 94 and a half. <laughs> well, when was this, though? <laughs> You're trying to do the math. This was the cheetah print girl from Columbia. Oh, you hooked up with her? Yeah. So she That's the sad part, is that this was I called her out and then she fucked me a week later. So it did take if you a, get, a little while to get to that too. She, I brought. Well, it was the same scenario where I brought her. Well, no, I didn't expect. I don't know much. why I'm cleaning out the back of your. No, that's right. I have dog here in the back. I invited her back to my place, and um, I don't know. You know, like colleges, they get a bunch of free condoms and shit. Mm-hmm. She she comes with a stash of lube, 
I was like, you just brought a gun to a knife fight. Like, this is... She came over, like, you know, late at night, one night. She I don't know how me. relevant that saying is to... Is it real? I mean, she brought she brought packets of lube. Did girls bring packets of lube to a no, guy that they're the hanging out with pretty much for the first time? I was like, this chick didn't give a fuck. This was a couple of years ago, by the way. I wasn't 30, you know. That's what makes me question, how old was she at the time? 18. She was, oh, she was eight. What was she doing at a bar? Fucking New York City. She was dressed in a cheetah outfit. <laughs> Fucking Animal Planet hanging out at the bar. 95 in 2015. Here, so but she's to her credit, now. she was six feet tall. Like, she was literally So that gives her, like, a couple, couple more. I don't know, but, like, she wasn't, like, she didn't look like some, like, Asian girl in a schoolgirl costume. Like, she was, she was, she was a, like, a, a fucking bigger than my football stats, physical which I inflated. Woman. She was, yeah, and she was Puerto Rican, but she was blonde. She had a very interesting look to her. Um, very nice girl. Anyway, but you could tell you're talking to an 18-year-old. You know, like, yeah. she had, uh, well, whatever, but the, the cheetah line worked. Anyway. Uh, let's talk. Let's keep it on you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I embarrass myself enough. So, okay. so at this party, I invite her over. It's a friend of mine's girlfriend's birthday party. I'm dressed like some kind of a '90s idiot, and then we go to the party. We have fun. It was actually like a really good time between us. We're taking it slow, getting to know each other, and then for getting some, to know I just knew. About. I knew that like, all right, this is the day that we're finally going to do it. And I found it surprising that like she was like, yeah, I still want this dude after she witnessed me in this ridiculous outfit singing Danzig on karaoke and like fist pumping drinking PBRs and I was like okay she's cool we go back to your place to my place so wait you were you in costume still I mean until we like stripped down so you stripped literally had like a 90s style um that's amazing I think we stripped down first and then like hopped into bed and then like as soon as we were both like in bed it was like go time and, and then, and you covered the bases, and then yeah. so oh, I, I you rounded, you rounded the bases, you, and then went back to first. That's what you remember from our conversation. I'm just saying, you you uh, yeah. talking so, about bringing a gun to a knife fight. You exactly. Uh, the only thing is, oh. yeah, you're a little hesitant. No, I was gonna say I brought the gun, but I didn't. Well, it's one thing to have sex. We, I'll say we. Like, the first time that we had sex. So all my, like, thoughts about this girl kind of were true. Like, as far as, like, really just going too fast, too hard, all at once. Which isn't a bad thing if that's all you wanted. Yeah. So, like, I'm not trying to, like... If that's sl- all you I, want. I don't want this to sound like a slut shame. No. I'm not you know shaming I mean? any girl who does Because everyone's in a place where that's okay. But she's in a place where she's trying to have a relationship with you, too. Yeah. So that's not necessarily... The way to go. Exactly. I mean, unless you're both on the people. same levels of progressiveness, but it sounds like you're a little bit more conservative with just the like getting the ball rolling. Yeah, I just I don't get comfortable with people fast. You know, like even friends. Other than like you know meeting you guys in Catalina, we all became like family really quick. But just as a general, do you have, do you have any girls try to hit on you in Catalina? When we were there? No. Do you remember how stupid I looked in Catalina? Oh, Actually, you did, yeah. I will tell you. I had a girl, because I had a girl who was, like, really aggressive. Really? Yeah. And I just played it off. She yeah. was, like, I was, like, if I was single, like, this chick was literally falling, you know. But these girls are drinking, and yeah. we're, like, in positions of authority. I was wearing, like, a bright blue, like, Lieutenant Dangle from Rio. Yeah, yeah what's your Instagram? Is, do you have a photo of on Instagram? Yeah. Uh, in case maybe people not full bodies. Um, the other Channing. Okay, the other, at the other Channing. We, yeah. Yeah, we, we've got some photos on my, uh, my account, too. Yeah. At D. Neal's. Um, but I did meet one of the brand ambassadors. I don't know if you remember. I'm not going to drop her name either, but you I don't remember, remember who you're talking about. No? She's just... Fl- blonde. Blonde. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm talking about? Nope. Oh. Freaking just gorgeous. Like, saw her. And this is while I was still dating homegirl. Oh, uh, yeah. Dating homegirl still. Saw this chick, and I was already on the rocks with homegirl, and like <laughs> thinking about like you know literally I, I, fucked I'm, on the rocks. She I'm, wanted I'm, it rough. I'm gonna like end this, and then I saw this girl and cat. I'm just really like digging myself a grave to just sound like a piece of shit in this. It's okay to sound like a piece of shit because it's honest and it's not perfect, and you're Anyways. just trying to figure out what you want. So I saw this girl and was just like, oh my god, this girl's gorgeous. We chatted, we became friends. Nothing happened. But she has been messaging me since oh, we got back on shit. Facebook. Like, every now and then, it's very friendly, very, like, 
blah, 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 blah. And she told me she's moving to L.A. soon. Oh, shit. She didn't even live here? She lives in Chicago. Oh, my gosh. And now she's moving to L.A. for a short time. And of all the people, of all the friends that she met in Catalina, of all the people from L.A., all of us, the whole cast, she messaged me. Killing it. Straight so, up. Going to murder that puss. No, what so I'm going to do is I'm going to take it slow. Let's get oh, to nice let's. Guy. I want to. I want to. I want to wrap up this relationship. Yes. Yeah, so so you took it. You you did something I've never done. I'm not proud that I haven't done it. I'm just nervous. I don't know how to do that. Are you talking about fourth base? Butt stuff. Yeah. Um, Is that a it thing? Wasn't even you... my request. It was not my request. Like I would never, ever ask a girl the first time that we're sleeping together. Can I do this? thing to you can i put so she wanted let's to use uh political terms she wanted to be butt fucked yeah first night that would be the donald trump vernacular is that what it is yeah she's uh she wanted the old brown eye experience on the first time that we did it and i was like all right you're like all right let's uh fucking give it a word but then you know like so then how long did you date after that happened I sound, I'm, I sound so. like more of a piece of shit than you because I, I sound like I'm slut shaming her, and I'm not. I just I'm just I can't I, don't, I can't get a I'd love to in, I'm not going to but I'd love to interview her because I can't get a beat on what she's like. I mean, put it this way: if because you dated out her, there, you must have liked her. She must have been very sweet. Yeah, she is a very sweet, very good person at heart. Her problem is like she is fake. Like I kept telling her like we we don't need to do all this stuff. Like we don't have to do all this sex stuff for me to like you. Yeah, like, I I will like you and I'll treat you well regardless of whether or not you let me put it in your butt on the first date. Like you don't need to do that with me. I'm a nice guy. That wasn't your first rodeo. In the butt? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was your first butt rodeo. <laughs> butt rodeo. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> the butt rodeo. Um, it was. Okay. I mean, I'd I'd you know I'd been around the area. I've, yeah. But you never, had you had uh, you had uh, landscaped the area. Yeah. You had looked at um, purchasing, but you had never. I never bought closed, the and now you are driving the tractor. Yeah, and then into I was the in old the, barn zone. This is embarrassing. I can't believe I'm talking about this. Drive the tractor in the barn zone. That's fine. It's fine. It's natural. It's there's nothing wrong with that. It's it's uh, except that like, did it make it worse? Like, how did you? And it wasn't full on. It didn't. It didn't happen full on. It, what do you um, mean, knocked on the door, or did you fucking... It, like, w- w- it happened, and then it was just, like, too much, and then she was like, okay, never mind. We'll, okay, we'll but she we'll had end, still... We'll end it. Okay, yeah. so, and never mind. All right. So, like, it was not my idea. I played along, and then she was like, okay, you're right, let's not... Look at you, the consummate professional. <laughs> I played along, I yes-anded. Yes, and... She asked, and I delivered, and then she asked for a refund. So then, we when we met... Okay, so you were on the ropes... When we met, and, and it sounded like she was maybe transitioning into a housewife. She was like, just like butt stuff to then, to then like, planting herself on my couch and in my room. Oh, uh, she didn't have like an ex. She didn't like. She doesn't have her own thing. She does. Like, what's her thing? Without being specific, like, does she have hobbies? Um. Improv. She said, okay. "I've never seen her do it." She, like I said, she was a part of that theater as well. I've never seen her perform. So you had. To, so you do you still see her? Like, does she still work there? Yeah. So you have to see her. Does she hate I you? I haven't seen her since. That's the weird thing. Like, it's been a couple okay. weeks, right? Been so let's say all of this ends. I I tell her, you know, it's just not working out. I'm just not feeling this as like a relationship. You clearly did it in person because you had butt sex. No. <laughs> you think I always set you up for that? No, you don't. That's today's world. You can send her a snap. Peace, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we started on Snapchat. Let me end this on Snapchat. I just took a picture of myself and then sent the, the emoji two fingers uh, peace yeah. sign. You no. just said the cut it out. You did the old, <laughs> the old you dumped Joey, Joey Gladstone. Gladstone style. <laughs> cut it, it out. Come on, quit it. <laughs> no. So we, I broke it off. And then, I mean, she's telling me a day or so before, like, she, like, I'm already not feeling this. I'm telling her, like, you know, I just don't know about this. And then she forces me into having sex with her again. It was you got me. raped. So are you claiming no. on air to be raped? I shouldn't say she's forcing me. That's <laughs> terrible. No. Um, she... um, no, you can say. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> Channing raped on air. What happened? No, okay. So 
we ended up having sex. And how come a guy can never, like, you, you, you could have never been like, no, babe, we're doing it. No girl's ever been turned down. Most girls have never been turned down from sex once they've, once they've gotten it. You know what I mean? My yeah. girlfriend, I've never been like, no, I'm not feeling it. I'm bloating. Like, I've never told her that. She's like, I want sex. I'm like, I don't feel it. Then she cups my balls, and I'm like, let's go. Yeah, let's I've, I've uh, with my ex-girlfriend who I was with for a long time, I've been like, I'm just too tired after, like, a long-ass day. But this was, like, four years into the relationship. Yeah. And then, like, I mean, ten minutes later when she's asleep next to me, I'm like, fuck. Sometimes you just want to masturbate instead of have sex. Do you ever do that thing where you have sex and, like, two hours later you masturbate thinking about the sex that you had? Never. Me no. either. <laughs> no, not if I had, not if I uh, punched in, not if I punched out, you know. Punched in and punched out? Not if I uh, you signed. went to work? Yeah, not if I went to work and uh, did my job. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, look, it's there's complicated things here, but in the end, you... It did like did she? Here's what's interesting. Sometimes a girl will put up a real fight, and then you break up, and they're just completely over you. And you're like, you didn't even like me in the first place. Was it like, like did she did she get over it quick? She was all right. Here's what I was saying. So like, we you know we slept together for the last time, and then that day she's telling me that she. And this was all, like, I mean, all of this took place within about a month, you know, a very, very short period of time, like, before you ever really get to know somebody. And she's telling me she thinks that I would be a great father, and she could ha- see us having kids together. So she's off birth control. She uh, she pulled the goalie. And that was, <laughs> yeah, she's pulled the goalie. She's got six skaters on the ice. No, she's telling me that she wants to tell me so bad that she's in love with me, but she doesn't want to scare me away. I might be such a great father someday. She could see us living together. And I'm just So like, just red flags. Which, you know what? It's fine, but don't tell somebody that if you're each having second thoughts. Because she was having her own second thoughts, too. Oh, it was like a it safety. Was, it was like a last second play. Yeah, I she think She really so. did pull a goalie. This was like an all all in. Yeah, I mean, that was, like, kind of a put-off, and then, like, some gross stuff happened during sex that grossed me out that last time. Period stuff? Yeah. It happened twice, actually. Did she know she was on her period? Why is that gross? Um, (laughs) (laughs) People were like, did, uh... No, it's, like, uh, it's it's not, it's, like, I was very accepting of it. Um, It's gross... Okay, here's what happened. She still had a tampon in, and she didn't know it. And what? I had to tell her. Okay. Oh, my God. Can we start from scratch? No, I this don't think horrible. so. I think you're just being honest. So she uh, she thought she pulled the goalie, but there was a goalie still in yeah. the goal. And, and I had to say, like, hey, you know, I don't know if you know... Did you try to pull it out like it no, was a I'm fucking not, one of those I, like confetti things you pull? You ever do those things and you pull it and then all the little streamers come out? Like it was a old old style cannon where you pull the string <laughs> and it's yeah. just gonna fire itself like out. Like you're just some patriot. Like Fire No, I was just like, Hey, you know, do you still and I knew I knew it was in there, but I still asked her. All right, so honest mistake, me. benefit of the doubt, honest mistake. But that was very off-putting, especially when things are on the rocks and we're kind of throwing this hail mary last time together. So it's to it's definitely not no strings attached at this point. <laughs> hey, that's the show. We gotta bing it up, bing it up, bing it up. Yeah, here this, all week. Yeah. Is this thing on? <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> it is. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, for so, me. so you're done. At that point, I mean. Um, that was the last That was time. the string that broke the camel's back. That was the, <laughs> Hey, guys, we're still doing it. <laughs> There's so many. Uh, um, I mean, it wasn't like that. So big. this is your rags to riches story? Like, hey, <laughs> my gosh, he just pulled another one out of his ass. Didn't even know it was in there. Oh, okay. All right. You're just having too much fun with it. Surely. Surely. Uh, no, it wasn't like that ended it right there. That was just like, oh, man. As things are going bad, that was just like a... Oh, and when you boy. love a girl, when you're really into a girl, you pull it out with your teeth. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if we were like three years in, Use that like, shit hey, as baby, dental don't floss. worry about it. Yeah. You do weird, gross shit when you're in love with someone. Oh, yeah. You're just like, eh. I right. bled on a girl once when I was in love with her. Hey, it happens. I got a bloody nose right in the middle of it. Bled all over her. I told my girlfriend when I had a bloody bowel movement. Yeah. I'm not proud of that. During sex? 
No, 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 no. I just shit was happening, and I, I don't know. I, it, uh, boy, that got real. I'm just. <laughs> it's, I'm, when you turn thirty, shit doesn't always work as well. You know, when you hit retirement Literal age, shit. like I'm at. Literally. Um, how do we get out of this? How do we? What how do we, we spin you, this? We were trying. Why am I going on so long and getting myself? Into so such you a had to hole? just end it. You had I to be a dick. It. Here's where we were going. Um, how did it go afterwards? She went from "I love you" to "I fucking hate you." I never want to see you again. Uh, I I'm so glad. And I had this thing where I kept telling her, you know, there's something holding you back. You're just not being real with me. You're not being a real person. Like I was telling you, she's being a little bit fake. She's being things. That she thought I wanted her to be, which is like a huge barrier between somebody. You know what I mean? If you're trying to establish a real relationship, and she's, and you could have been some sort of catalyst for her for growth. You know, the asshole that she like thinks it's all your fault, but it it it, it, it Dude, helped her did, along her journey. Maybe I've spelled this out in the wrong way, which for myself, but I I did nothing wrong in this relationship. I'll I will defend myself on that. And so then she goes and she's telling me, I'm so glad I never gave you all of myself. I'm so glad I was never real for you, which validated me in the end because I was like, so obviously you are everything that I thought about. If you were able to just turn the switch off. Isn't that better, though, than her being like, you were the one. And she just slowly walks away. Like no, heartbroken. it totally is Isn't it better for you to be like, oh, boy, geez, sucks. Didn't, not the ending we wanted, but kind of the ending we needed. Yeah, it's, it was way better because not only was it like it cut off completely. But I was validated in knowing that I was right and and like knowing that she'll be fine moving on too. Like if she has to hate me to move on, then fine. But knowing she's that so she's so young, not, it's such a good lesson yeah. that you can learn within like a one month of dating someone. Just Some know, people might not learn that kind of shit in a year or two. You know, but what did you learn out of it? Like what did you gain? Assuming every relationship we have in this world helps us on a spiritual journey. Not to get all Brother Teresa on you, but what like what did you gain from this? Had this, to gain something. This might be one where I didn't gain a whole lot. <laughs> Dude, honestly, like all my other relationships I can be like, you know, I I mean how about how about gaining the knowledge that you can't steer her into the direction you want it to go? Yeah. And maybe maybe just like learning earlier on. But also I wasn't ever trying to make her become someone. All I was trying to do is make her not make her uh, get her comfortable enough to just be herself and like I truly believe that she never did and you know as we're like having these conversations she kept telling me I've heard this before from so many other different people all my other relationships they say the same thing and I'm like okay so I'm not the only one like there's something about you that people don't and she was cute enough that guys probably will deal with her bullshit and girls significantly girls she's bisexual yeah oh geez you just fucking buried the lead there she's bisexual mm-hmm or she was. I mean, she told me she dated girls. I don't know if she still does. That's such a woman thing. You don't hear guys say, like, yeah, I used to fuck dudes, but I was just experimenting. You yeah. don't hear. Uh, maybe you do. I don't know. So what's your play now? What's my play now? Nothing, man. You just fucking. Oh, man. Like, like I said earlier, I wouldn't, waiting. I wouldn't trade what I have now to be single, but but to think about. Because, and here's here's what. Here's one of the things I think I've learned is that as a guy, thinking like a guy, there is no vagina in this world that will satisfy the desire to fuck everything you see. Does that make sense? No. They'll always be, guys are always going to want, like like they always, the quote's always, uh, oh, uh, the grass is always uh, greener. Hot chick, there's always a guy who's fuck, sick of fucking her. I'm not saying that guys, like, I'm not saying I'm sick of my girlfriend at all. I'm saying there's always, like, guys will always want another thing, but just to fuck it. You need to find something that, like, you can take to the fucking brunch. or You know what I mean? Like, you have to find a chick that'll be your wingman. In a way, you know what I mean? Not, you not want to a meet other chicks. Who's going to be your wingman? You, you need a girlfriend who can be your like your boy. Like you need your other dudes, but <laughs> sounds, you need a girl. You got to find a girl who, you, who you don't mind spending a weekend with camping or doing some fucking horrible yeah. shit. I mean, like outside, like that feeling you get after you fuck someone, where you're like, yeah, I don't give a. You know, like if if you fuck a girl, then right afterwards, that's when you know if you love her or not. Because nine times out of ten, you, fuck, you, you fuck someone. Her. Yeah, you fuck someone. You're like, ugh. Like, just how, what do I have to say to get them out of my bed? 
that's not right. But if you fuck someone and then afterwards you're like, wow, let's go um, get some nectarines at the market today. Maybe you're onto something. Yeah, or if you're, like, looking forward to, like, the next morning, you know. Like, stay over. Let's go get some brunch. Sounds gay to say. Sounds real that, but gay. But that, for some but reason, that's, that's what society it wants it to be. It's where, oh, you're fucking, you're, you're fucking queer. You over here, you're fucking going to take your check on. You're going to go bowling together, you homo. It's like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll compose a nice Instagram photo. I have no photo. problem ever, like, admitting, like, yeah, no, I really like this girl. And, and yeah, I want to I wanna take her out and buy her an omelet the next day. Oh, love to buy a girl a nice Greek omelet. You know what I mean? I don't know about the Greek <laughs> omelet, but whatever, whatever floats your boat. Yeah, um, I, uh, I don't know how weird my. We gotta wrap this up in a second, but I don't know how weird my upbringing was. Like, I don't know if I need to see a shrink, or maybe I should. I don't know what's so weird about my growing up that made me have a hard time finding a girl. Or if I just sped up the process. Like, I always think, oh, I didn't... You know, I'm well, 30, right? But I never got divorced. I just spent a decade of my life bouncing around, getting either heartbroken or doing heartbreaking. Like, so just... you seem to be, like, someone who's, like, not too dissimilar from myself. Like, you seem sort of like a little bit of, like, a hopeless romantic. Like, you're, you don't want to just bounce around and hook up. I think I'm the type... They always say, like, what is this, Sex in the City quote? Where, like, if you date someone for a year, it takes two years to get over them or something. I'm like, if I date someone for a year, it takes five years to get over them. So, like, it took me years to get over my last thing. Not not like I wasn't over her, but the fact that I wasn't ready to commit. Like, nothing came to me that was worth my time. Now, Tasha was a girl that I've, like, literally, you know, fate, like, multiple times brought us together across the country. Like, we, you know, and... And that was something that I could look at myself in the mirror and say, this, like, this is what I meant to chase after. Whereas for, like, several years, nothing else was, like, came close to being, like, anything worth, like, any hiccup in the world. I'm like, eh, let's just not do it, you know? So, so like, I, I'm not saying, I, like, I definitely, if you want to call that a player, like, I was just a guy who just didn't want to give any of my feelings to a woman and have her be in control of it. And now I'm kind of in a situation where I'm like, like things are great, but you know, like we, we have issues like communication problems. We're still figuring out leaps and bounds better. Like, like I'm able, like I'm able to really slice it up and get to like the, like the actual spark that causes every fight. It's not always perfect. It's always, sometimes someone's blowing it out of proportion, but I'm able to like want to fix it. Whereas in the past I'd be like, Ooh, this fucking person. Yikes. So that's where I'm different right now. Is like the amount of effort I've put into, like, to try to communicate when it's been very tough to communicate. And and I don't know if it's like the universe is a funny place, but I've been, I've I've been provided a woman that literally, I guarantee, ninety nine percent of the population couldn't handle. Like they couldn't deal with the, like what's going on in her head. She's not. I'm not saying she's fucked up. I'm just saying she's unique in in what she's doing with her life and and it's required all of my learning in 30 years put together to like figure it out like i've i've been in school this whole time learning about women different types of women problems that i've had you know my own insecurities and now i'm putting it all into this relationship saying like oh you know it's like an antique car you find in a barn i'm like yeah we can get this engine to turn over we can we can fix this not saying she's broken it's like combined we're both broken that's my point, is that we're both broken. Say something, so I feel like I'm not... I don't know what to say. You've only met her briefly. <laughs> you did so many metaphors in there. I'm just So many. I'm just a broken antique no. vehicle looking for a part. You're just saying that you guys are both together working I'm constantly. just saying we've both had chances to, like... We've, we've both had moments where, like, we didn't have to meet the other person halfway. And in, 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 in doing so, it would have been effectively over. Like, we've had times when, like... I feel like, look, if you don't see where I'm coming from, like, I don't, I'm not an ultimatum type of guy, but like, there's just been moments where we've had to really look ourselves in the eye and say, is this worth it? And then we still show up and we say, yeah, it's still worth it. We just don't, I have to know that I'm not speaking her language and she's not speaking mine and we're trying yeah, to use sign you just language. Have to know that you disagree on certain shit. And, and it, it's not like we, but we don't have moral, we don't have real moral disagreements. We have disagreements in like ways the brain works. 
which is fine. Like she's got OC, like she's more OCD in certain ways, and then I am in other ways. And like yeah. we're just this what? weird puzzle piece that hasn't really found its home yet. But it, we're so inquisitive to it. That's good that you guys are like doing this now because you're later. Like <laughs> it's gonna make you sound old. You're at a later point in your life though, where you've grown up and you've established who you are as a person. You know who Tasha is as a person, and you guys can just accept that. Okay, this is just how they are. This is who they are. It's not going to change. My way is not always right. His way may not be right, but it's his way of doing things Yeah. from Tasha's point of view. You know, like my earliest relationship – or not my earliest relationship, but my, my like first love, my first serious relationship. I was in a relationship with a girl for five years, and we had those same problems, the way that we saw that things should be done, whether it be like – you know, just the way that the brain works, just the way that your thought processes are and how things should be done in you know, daily life. And those would cause the biggest blow-ups, and neither one of us could just accept the fact that this is how this person thinks. This is how this yeah. person deals and does. Like, we and grow up thinking we know it all. Yeah. And, and it's important and to just part of, like, maturing not. as a person is being able to accept somebody and just being, being able to say, like, that's just them, and I, I either love them and want to be with them, or I don't. You yeah, like, the, the force of love has to outweigh the force of inconvenience. You're saying, gay, oh. dude. So so fucking gay. That's what it is. Is the force of love strong enough? And in a lot of relationships, it's not. Yeah. People find out it's not. A lot they of people settle. That's one thing I don't want to do. Blake Shelton broke out with Miranda Lampert. I Yo. saw that. I don't know shit Yo. about country music. Yeah. I, I they wrote. They co-wrote songs together. I They've couldn't co-headlined. name you one Blake Shelton or Miranda Lambert song, but I checked TMZ on the daily for whatever Yo. reason. I don't know why. But I check TMZ daily. Man, if they can't make... He drinks too much. I was dry, I met a girl this morning, actually. And she said she's an event promoter, and she she's, she wasn't even really super... She wasn't really attractive. And she... She's um, uggo? She's a little uggo. Uggs. Uggs my gubs. And she, uh, she met him last week, because he was doing, like, Friday night concert, and she was Saturday night. It's like, oh, so they did duets together. And she's like, no, they didn't perform together. And then I found out they got divorced. I was like, oh... Like in, and she was like, "Yeah, he was wasted at four p.m. hitting on me." I was like, "That can't be good." That's, but he was also, you know, you know, like I, I couldn't, I wouldn't cheat. Not gonna happen. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to get blackout drunk and like, you know, like it, you just you you gotta put yourself in situations where like you're in control. Because if I'm blacked out drunk, it's not me who's in control. Like I still like still if I was blackout drunk, I wouldn't cheat. It's your wiener. No, the old fucking the old fucking dick compass would still point north or something. Anyway, um, <laughs> like a fucking we got we're gonna okay we gotta wrap this up and we have to take a selfie of this image right now. We're in the back of a jeep with um several Bud Lights hanging out. And, this might um, be your worst podcast. You think it's the worst one? No, well, this I is the first one I've done in a few weeks. So I feel like I gotta warm back up. But I think it's important to hear your story of. Um, I don't feel like I, I validated my story right. Uh, you feel you feel a little bit like you've come off the wrong way, a little bit, but that's okay. I think um, I think How do you it, feel? I think it's uh, I think it's a safe zone where you've completely been honest in describing how you felt about her. And here's the thing: it's unfortunately as a man, it's hard for you to like talk down on a relationship because you look like the aggressor or like yeah. the sort of like person in control. But like in the end, you're looking for the right things and this wasn't it and however you got there I think was fine well here's the thing what we talked about today we talked mostly about all this physical stuff and like the majority of it was all like a weird mental state that happened you know but I'm so I'm so far away from that relationship now that my mental state just isn't even there. So I couldn't even tell you really exactly how I was feeling at the time, like when we, you and I first talked about you it. You just knew that with the specific red flags that were happening. Like, yeah. Those are, it's, it's, there's always things that are easy to look at to say, oh, this is the thing that, you know, the, uh, there's a cart going by. Uh, this, like, like you can say, oh, the fuck, she wanted to fuck me first night. She's moaning during a kiss. Man, that's kind of weird. Like, it just, it's so slowly escalated and kind of fit this narrative that you couldn't sort of, like, spin in your direction. Yeah. So that's fine. What are you going to do? You know what? She's 22. She's learning. She's going to go hook up with some other dudes and whatever. Like, wh- now, what would your advice be if you, s- if you like, saw a guy at this comedy place who was looking at her, being like, oh, what's her deal? Um, if he was, like, a younger dude, like that dumb, you know, 22, 23-year-old look in his eyes, <laughs> no crow's feet. Oh, I got crow's feet. <laughs> oh, oh, my dude, gosh. Look at these right here. 
Dude, yeah, for a part Mexican guy, you should have. No, you're fine. Um, you're gonna look 21 years old for the next 30 years. Yeah, I do look really young. I got ID'd once when I was 19 years old to buy a model rocket that you had to be 15 years old to buy. <laughs> that was a blow to the ego. But what I I've actually thought about this, and depending on who it was, depending on like what I saw from them, you know what? I wouldn't intervene at all. It's not my place to intervene on her yeah, or anybody. Maybe she changes. You don't know what she's going through. She's not a bad person. It just wasn't right for us. Well, I had a story a few weeks ago that I did about a girl who, like, I was like having like real casual hookups with, and then eventually she was like, "Yeah, Dan, you know." She like met with a. She like started joining a running group, and she got her head right, and she was like, "I don't want to do this anymore." I sent her the podcast. This was years ago, and she's very she's successful. She lives across the country now. And she was like, oh, my gosh, like, that was so interesting to hear your take on things. And, like, it was, she was like, it was really refreshing to hear someone else, and, like, do we do that, this and that. And I was like, yeah, that's just, you know, I didn't, you know, want it to come off wrong. And the fact that I'm not using, you know, that we're not using their names shows that we're not trying to, like, shame anyone. We're just trying yeah. to be frank with with uh, with what's going through our heads. And, you know, it's hard, to, like, what, what, a, what a woman could, uh, what, 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 female, what a woman could take from it it's tough because it's always case by case, but it's like, you know, just knowing, you just have to have that intuition in a relationship, especially early on, to know not to give everything away. Just be, if, if you have enough pride to hold on to certain things, I, I give, I, I come on real strong. Like, I said, I love you to my girlfriend way before, like, she said, she looked at me like, thank you. Like, it wasn't right away, it was a few months in, but it was like, she needed time, and I wasn't, yeah. and I didn't care to hear it back. I was like, "Look, if I die tomorrow, I love you." Like, just you know, if like shit goes down, just know I love you. Like, that's how I feel. I want you to know, not a big deal. I normalized it, but like you know, I, she, I was like, "Just do, do what you got to do." I don't need to hear it back. And she did a few months later, but like, if I was like, "I love you," do you love me? And if I got all crazy, be like, "Whoa, chill out," you know, like, yeah, if you like, you couldn't handle it. Yeah, I was like, no, I know. And, and, and the more and I got to know her, the more I was like, you're not going to be able to tell me you love me. <laughs> like, you can't do that. Right? Yet, you know? Yeah. You're guarded like women are, or, you know? But So, look, we're at one hour, two minutes in. Jeez. So, you're not a horrible person. And I want to know what's going on with future I hate, endeavors. <laughs> I hate that we have to establish that. No, we're not establishing it. And you didn't come off that way. But, like, it's important to be sensitive to it and to say we're not, it was you know, just, we're just being honest. Just These are, trust me, there are, there are pro- I'm sure there are women listening that are just like, no, they, I want to hear this. Did I, was I that girl? Like, really, did I do that? It was or just guys? a very interesting time, a very interesting, like, series of circumstances that happened very fast. And, Dave, you got the gist of it, like, while I was still in the mix of it. So I was more emotionally involved. When you like when I was yeah. first telling so you, so you've this, lost that buffer of sincerity. I've, yeah, like, I've, no, but she's. I've just lost that love and feeling. Will of the tiger. No, I don't so know. so you know she in, and sometimes you can meet someone. We'll just end this. Sometimes you can meet someone who's like the right person, but like they're out of college. You're a few years out. Like you just aren't. You weren't even close to the same headspace. No. So far, that's really what it was. We we saw interest in each other. We had uh, the same interests at hand, and but it turned out that we were two different people in two different places doing opposites. So, uh, anything to promote? Any uh, your in, what do you want? Your Instagram? What do you do? Um, at the other chan- the other Channing. At the other Channing on Instagram and at other Channing on Twitter. You have to drop the the. Um, I don't tweet that much. Blah blah blah. Fucking Twitter sucks. It's too tough. I don't get. It. I don't use it anymore. I, use I like posting a picture with some. We'll take a selfie right comment. now for our fucking badass and, setup uh, that we have here. And um, I don't have any stand-up dates right now. I just sent availables out, and I'm waiting to hear back. But I do have. I don't know when this is coming out, but I have an improv show at I.O. West in the Loft on Friday. So if you live in Los Angeles, come hang out with Channing. I, I got to come to that show. Can you? If, yeah, if I'm, if I'm I, I might go camping. There. I might go camping. Where are you camping? Well, Sequoia. It's far. Ooh. We have friends going for like five days, but I got a show Sunday, and uh, the girlfriend's working Friday. Oh, by the way, she she got asked to do a music video. She was going to do it for like cheap, 
And I was like, no, they're going to spend a hundred grand on a camera. Do it for this amount. I, so I ended up negotiating it and got her like quadruple what she would have done it for. No way. I'm getting nothing out of it <laughs> other than the bragging rights to be like, I just negotiated the shit out of your body. You should just be her manager. <laughs> I really should. Uh, meanwhile, I'm doing jobs for free. So if anyone has any gigs for me. Um, no, I got a show uh, for those listening in North Hollywood, actually at the Ha Ha, where, where we are right now on Sunday. What date is that? I have no idea. What's today? The 20th? Boy. It's like the t- yeah, so it's like the 24th. My phone. We don't even know. Ooh, I, I got to show it like 7 or 8. You got a Tinder message? I got two new Tinder messages. How's it going? Uh, I'm not going to read them right now. Get some matches. Let's see. Go Sunday, after it. Sunday the 26th would be Dave's show. Okay, so I got to show Sunday the 26th. If you're listening to this, come hang out. I think I have some cops. Um, it's a dating show where like I do a set and then a chick does a set. And then we go on stage together and we like... I think make fun of each other. She's a black chick with a kid, so no matter what I say, I'm going to get destroyed. I'm going to get destroyed. It's true. I'm going to get destroyed. It's she has get... everything over you. Yeah, I'm she's just a, a single, single mother. She's a single black mother. I am in gonna... Los Angeles, and you are a white guy from the East. Coast. I should post that set. If it if it if it doesn't go horribly, I'll post that set, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, anyway, hey, uh, stand your ground. I'm going to try. Right. We'll see how it goes. Thanks for talking with me today. I know we're going to get off and you go, was I an asshole? No, you're a good guy. Follow Channing at the other Channing. Uh, ladies, check him out. And he's single. Uh, butt stuff, first date. No. Um, <laughs> I'm at D Niels with a Z. That's the episode. Thanks for listening. Subscribe on iTunes if you don't already. Share us with your friends. We appreciate the love. Thank you so much. Peace. Bye.